TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. We're just seven weeks until the midterm elections. The key issues of this campaign are crystallizing. Democratic candidates are hitting the Republicans hard on abortion rights, while the GOP is focusing on the economy. Polling nationally shows that Democratic voters are highly motivated by the abortion issue, but Republicans don't really care very much about it at all. But the number one issue for all voters remains the economy, inflation, and jobs, and that's true both nationally and here in California. For more on how this is likely to play out over the next two months and why the two parties are addressing the contest so differently, we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Thad Kowser, political science professor and co-director of the Yankelovich Center for Social Science Research at UC San Diego. Thank you so much for being with us once again. Um, you know, we know how polarized and divided this country is politically. So how surprising is it that, you know, Democratic and Republican voters largely see eye to eye when it comes to what issue is, is most important to them? And that's bread and butter pocketbook stuff, the economy and inflation. Well, the economy is nearly always the, the number one issue. And, and, and the interesting thing about the economy or, or the thing that is good for Republicans and bad for Democrats this year is just about everybody reads it the same way, right? So if you are, um, if you care about inflation, no matter whether you are Democratic, Republican, Independent, Green, Libertarian, uh, that's something that just has these vast, broad effects. We see it broadcast to us every day when we drive by a gas station and in, in every transaction we have. And so for every voter, this is a big vulnerability for the Democratic Party. At the same time, though, while most voters agree the economy is the top issue, they disagree about what will actually motivate them to go vote in the first place. And for Democrats, that's abortion. And seven weeks out, do you think it still feels as though this will be what is going to be driving the turnout in seven weeks? I think so. I think the Dobbs decision changed the game. Uh, and absolutely changed democratic messaging in this election we were headed to an absolutely terrible year uh for democrats where the only question was you know by by how many dozens and dozens of house seats democrats would lose by and how many senate seats they would be down going into 2024 and the dobbs decision really led to it was galvanizing uh for for democrats and a lot of independent voters across the country in California, Democrats have really decided to double down on that by putting abortion at the top of the ballot on Proposition 1, this constitutional guarantee of abortion rights. So that's their hope is that this uh, resuscitates the Democrats' political fortunes in, in 2022, and it really seems like it has, it has turned the tide and at least tightened uh, the national race for Congress uh, and, and maybe potentially turned the Senate and Democrats' favor. 
So one of the GOP tactics has been to downplay the threat to abortion rights and try to moderate the party's position. But then you have Lindsey Graham introducing a federal abortion ban and saying if Republicans win, they can bring it to a vote. Uh, Was that a huge political faux pas? Well, it's one of those things that plays well with his base and with South Carolina voters, uh, but but absolutely hurts his party nationally. So at the Ankalovich Center, we we did a survey in June, right after the June primary, where uh, it's before the Dobbs decision came out, but it was after um, you know uh, Mitch McConnell had said that this might be a possibility. So we just had a you know a, a random sample of voters read that article versus people read another article about other issues before Congress, and, and it really motivated. Democrats, but well, really, especially uh, younger voters and especially younger female voters, when they heard about the possibility of a national ban on abortion, they were much more likely to say that this election, uh, that they are absolutely going to vote in this election. All right. So what can the Republicans do to counter that other than try to moderate their position, which does not really seem believable to many voters? But, you know, we've seen how pivotal suburban women, college educated suburban women can be in recent elections. Do you think they hold the cards again here? I think that's going to be the case that, again, this, this is an election where a lot of the key congressional battlegrounds uh, are in the suburbs. You see that right here in San Diego in, in the 49th Congressional District, Mike Levins, which is up in the North County suburbs, the suburbs of Orange County. And these, these are areas where abortion is a winning issue for Democrats. Um, and so the, the, you know, this gave, the Supreme Court gave a, a political short-term, short-term challenge to the Republican Party across the country. President Biden does have some successes to tout, no doubt. I mean, the infrastructure, the, the climate change action to record job creation. Why does it seem to be taking uh, not taking hold on voters? Or do you think it is taking hold on voters? Well, I think this has been part of the, the turning of the tide uh, that, that began with the Dobbs decision, but it's accelerated throughout the summer as, as Joe Biden finally put together uh, a string of legislative victories. And it's it's clearly given Democrats a, a kind of rebirth in their messaging, um, but but we still see see Joe Biden's approval ratings really in the doldrums. That you know that started with the with the withdrawal from Afghanistan, and and it continued with gas prices and the COVID surge over the winter. So he's got to have a, a big, big message in order to change the minds of, of voters who who, uh, who who don't seem to be too excited about the direction he's taking the country. So when you talk about what motivates, motivates voters to go to the polls, young women, it's the national abortion issue. Both parties, people in both parties say it's the economy. But how do the Republicans motivate their voters to go to the poll on the economy? I mean, what's the message there? I think their message needs to be a clear plan for what to do about the economy. And one of the challenges here is, you know, there's there's no congressional vote that you can take to end inflation. Uh, Congress and the president really don't manage the economy. They manage how the economy affects people's lives. It's really the federal, uh, the, the Fed and, and, and the larger world market that determines what our cost of oil will be, what what then uh, every, every price will be. So Republicans need to come up with a clear set of policies that will address it if they want to have, a, you know, an endorsement of their agenda that, that will put them in control of Congress. All right. So bottom line, the Democrats are banking on abortion to overcome Joe Biden's unpopularity and the, you know, the lingering economic concerns, while the Republicans are trying to make this election a referendum on Biden's economy. So who do you think comes out ahead? 
I think the Republicans are still strongly favored to, to take back Congress uh, for, you know, for, for two reasons. You've got, uh, you know, midterm elections are always bad for the president's party, but especially bad when you have uh, a president with historically low approval figures. That's just a huge hill to climb. Second, the, the playing field that Republicans have been able to shape through their control of state governments and gerrymandering districts uh, and, and drawing them in a way that's positive for Republicans. Republicans had uh, really strong successes at that over the last year. That bodes well for Republicans retaking the House in November. All right, but it's at the moment, it looks like Democrats might hold the Senate. We'll see. Professor Thad Kauser of UC San Diego, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, it's, uh, heading into the home stretch here, seven weeks to go in this campaign. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find me on Twitter, at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.